Hello and welcome to a selling tools kind of episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, Jake Gordon of G4 Drywall Tools and Spray Equipment. Uh, works for a company called Prestige out of Anoka, Minnesota. And he's pretty new in the business. We discuss uh, selling tools, the tapeworm, uh, ice baths, and all sorts of stuff. Well, the more, you know, initially I, I thought I could just, you know, sell everything. But then as I kind of got into it and thought more about it, I, if I don't like it and I don't want to use it, I don't really want to sell it. So I'm going to be specific. Um... I'm going to carry things that I like and that, that I think are nice. Um, you know, I want to branch more, you know, some into some of the bigger sprayers. Um, level five makes some really cool skin blades that I absolutely love. Okay. Um, this month's podcasts are brought to you by Platformer Solutions. You can listen to me talk with Shane Larson about the Platformer on episode 16 of the drywall podcast don't sacrifice your life with knockoffs or two by fours out of the dumpster go with a name that started it all the platformer ask your local distributor or order online at www.platformersolutions.com in fact if you order in the month of February and use promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you can get 100 off your order. The Drywall Podcast is also brought to you by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. Now you can get Fresco Harmony online at the CSR online store in the store in Toronto, Canada, and at frescoharmony.com. For now, I'm grateful to introduce Jake Gordon to you on the 38th podcast of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. We've got Jake Gordon, G4 Drywall Tools and Spray Equipment on the Drywall Podcast today out of Anoka, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us. Here. Thanks for joining us, Jake. What are we going to talk about? We were chatting before the interview. Um, maybe there's a movement happening with us 40-somethings. How old are you? 40. I just turned 40 in July. So, uh, um, Welcome the to the club. club. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the club. For 40s are cool. And yeah. you are uh, branching out. Uh, G4 Drywall Tools and Spray Equipment is a mere four months old. And yes, you, are, you are jumping into the tool selling game. Yes. That seems... Yes. A a couple of questions come to mind when I think about selling drywall tools. One is like, why, why would you choose that route to go? But like, um, it seems like a challenging space to dive into because you've got all these big dudes that are selling tools. Um, I know that you have a large conglomerate in your area that's selling tools, you know, 
why would you what what about the tools attracted you i mean kudos too for jumping out on the skinny branch and also you have an existing job you're a union yes. person uh this is something maybe that you're doing on the side we'll talk a little bit about that but that you would like to do full-time um why how come you're moving in this direction to sell drywall tools let's start there well so i've been in drywall since 99 since 16 basically um i've worked you know piece work union work um when i was 30 i decided when my back and my shoulders started hurting so bad that I needed to do something else. So I went back to school. I went to Dunwoody, which is a trade school, and I got a certificate in construction management. And so from there, um, I started an estimating gig with a, a ceiling contractor. Um, and then from there, kind of came back to Prestige, who I worked for in the field as a union finisher. Um, and you're you're currently working project. you're working with prestige yep. currently you yep. are yep. uh and what what's your what's your function for prestige currently well i'm a project manager um I, you know I, I say i'm a project manager i'm more on the sales and estimating side okay so i'm i'm dealing with contractors i'm, I'm bidding work I'm, I'm managing work um so that's been wild yeah um, to see kind of that side of it um but that's been i've been so i've been out of the field now seven years eight years coming up on eight years okay so um i do a little side work just you know to kind of for fun you know and i miss it at times it's yeah it's yeah. odd you, you know you get into the grind and then you you go man i got i can't do this drywall stuff forever this is gonna kill me and then you know you you do well. Not a lot of people do do something else, but I decided to do something else. And then you know, say seven years later, um, I miss it. I miss the tools. I miss yeah. the goofing off on job sites. Yeah, you know, I do I, too. I miss that whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, um, I, I love what I do. I love the company I work for. Great people, very loyal, been great to me. Um, and, you know, and who knows? Well, if this tool thing kicks off and great, you know, if not, you know, I, I don't really have plans one way or the other okay. at this point. But um, do they know? Do, do they, does Prestes know that you're doing this little side hustle? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Owner's very supportive. Um, cool. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess the the reason I started it um, is that you know I'm never really satisfied. Um, and I, I need I, I maybe get a little bored. I need to keep moving forward, keep moving on, keep moving up, kind of thing. Um, so I was getting a little stagnant in my day job, and I needed to reignite some passion in my life and kind okay. of do something uh, on my own. Yeah. Good yep. for you. That's yeah. kind of the, the reason. And then I love the tools. I love I love everything about them. I love fixing them. I like I, I like using them. You know, not 40 hours a week. That hurt. But are you good? <laughs> are you good yeah. at uh would you say that you're good at fixing them? The the the, the tube is um 
the basics I can fix on the tube, you know, and I, and I can and I can fix anything out of a box or an angle head or a, uh, you know, any of the they're not very complicated tools. Once no. you replace things and so yeah, I, I can fix most things. They're kind of fun to work on, I would imagine, like a bike, you know, like a bicycle. They're yeah. kind of simple, kind of simple, kind of fun to work. You could lube them up and you dial them yeah. in. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're unique. Yeah. So they're unique and they're cool tools. So you were like, yes. I'm gonna, I'm going to, how does one start to sell tools? I mean, you, you, your business did is it a separate business? Do you have a bank account and all of that stuff? Yes, yes. So okay. I, I'm an LLC in this. Um, okay, I'm kind of a doer, not a planner. Um, so initially, my thought was, let's build an online tool business. And the reason I picked tools is because I it's what I know. Um, okay, really, you know, you can build any online business. And then as I talked to more people, as I got more involved in it, it's it's not realistic to just build an online travel tool business. It has to be more than that. There's there's all there's there's else. There's there's already these big guys that do this online. There's there's no room. I think Ames is is Ames the biggest yep. in that space. Yeah. They're selling a bunch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, so it's a challenge, it's a, it's a challenging space to jump into for somebody mm -hmm. like you, like not a lot of people would do that. Yeah. That seems, seems interesting. Now yeah. <clears throat> are the larger companies like Columbia level five Ames? are they also selling? How does that work? Do they, do they have to go through a distributor or are, are they selling? Everybody's different. Some of them kind of sell online a little bit. Some of them support the distributor by going just through a distributor like that. Yep. Yep. So we've got four uh, manufacturers now. Um, level five is kind of where I got my start. Okay. Level five. They kind of open arms. Yeah, let's do it. Um, can am same deal. Open arms. Let's do it. So when you, when you, when you, when they say, let's do it, they're like going, they're ready to give you a bunch of tools to sell or do you yeah. buy the, or do you buy the tools at a wholesale price and redistribute them? Yeah. So kind of at the beginning, it's been, you know, um, you establish a credit limit. Um, here you've got 30 days. You, you, you order this. If your credit limit's 20 grand, you order this. You got 30 days to pass kind of thing. Um, I'd assume as time goes on, those terms will change and evolve. And, you know, I'd be able to stock certain things and not have, you know, but as a new guy, yeah, it's, it's been an investment. It's, you know, it's, I got 30 days and I have inventory now where, you know, say I've got 10 grand in level five tools. I've got, you know, a few tapeworm tubes and I've got, you know, so yeah, it's an investment at this point okay yeah. so the so uh the tapeworm they're another they're another would you say we were talking about the tapeworm yeah. which is i think a yeah. fantastic fantastic name for a bazooka by the way but but uh yeah. Yeah. it's just awesome and but uh they yeah. are sort of underrated 
uh, uh, Aaron mentioned them, I think on the, on the Columbia tools podcast, he mentioned the tapeworm and I was like, tapeworm, what's that? You know? And I've, I've talked to a couple other people that are, they're like, what's the tapeworm. And so this is yeah. a product that, uh, Merco makes, correct? Yeah. Yep. Merco bought tapeworm, uh, 25 years ago, I want to say. Um, okay. And it, it's really not their focus. Merco, they make mud, they make uh, they make other things that kind of take precedent. And to me and the group of guys that I know locally, that's all we know is tapeworm bazooka. That's all we okay. would ever use. You know, I, okay. I've put my hands on many other tubes and nothing compares. They're bulletproof and they're 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 built different. The the pitch of the head's different, the wheel sticks out further. You can pop the top off to clean it. It's it's just a sweet tool. Okay. So, who and um, now now uh, who, who's making tape? So Merco's making tape tapeworm. Yeah. And where yeah. else do they yeah. where where else do they sell tapeworm? <laughs> it's they're it's hard to explain because <laughs> even in talking with them, they're you know because I call them and I'm, I'm like pumped. I'm like, hey, guys, I love your tube. I want to sell it. This is why. And they're like, what? You know? Like, what are you talking about? Nobody, it's it's like this secret thing, you know? They don't market it. They don't. Um, okay. All it. right. I think they, they, you know, they'll stick it out there at trade shows once in a while. But I don't think it's their focus. So. Um, All right. So if you're I, listening, if you're listening and you're into tools, this tapeworm might be might be worth trying out. I I don't know. Uh, uh, Jake swears by it. Uh, you you're uh, sorry. Prestige. All your buddies are using them, um, and they yep. like they like the Always tape. Have. They like the tapeworm. How how did Prestige start using the tapeworm? Well, I, I think it, it was more of just a group of us finishers that um, used the tapeworm too, and we don't use any other tapeworm products. You know, we don't use the boxes. We don't use the handles. We don't. It's just the tube. They made it an excellent tube. Um, okay. <laughs> it's not real specific to prestige. It's specific to a group of finishers, you know. All um, right. And you know how it is. They kind of hop around and guys will work for this union shop and then it word spreads. And next thing you know, this guy's running a tapeworm kind of thing. Would you so, would you say that the tapeworm yeah. was kind of an inspiration for you to start this? I mean, in the back of your mind, were you like, "Man, I should sell the tapeworm up here"? Like that didn't have anything to do with it. No, no, um, no. I initially I approached Tape Tech in Columbia. You okay, know, I thought I want to talk to the big dogs. You know. Yeah, yeah, and that. And then, you know, the wind and the sails just went like, okay, this isn't going to work. Nobody's going to take this on. Nobody's going to. What did Columbia, what was the pushback from Columbia and Tape Tech? I I don't know if it's, you know, we have a, there's a big tool company locally. I don't know if it's protecting them or if it's, um, I'm just too small. Yeah. They're like, we don't, I mean, to play devil's advocate. You yeah. know, like, like I wouldn't mind, like I would sit, I would send you product to sell for sure. If you wanted to buy it and if you wanted to sell it, I would send you product to sell, but you're not like CSR, 
you don't have you don't have any legs yet you know you have to build that reputation which is yeah. super cha- super challenging in this space so you yeah. know i mean i mean you know not to defend them or anything but that makes sense like no. they would yeah. you know and you and you yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like pushback more than it was like just kind of blow off no response kind yeah, of yeah yeah yeah, basically, just kind of, you know, who's this guy? Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, can to start somewhere, you know? Ab- well, absolutely. So that took the wind out of your sails, but not all of the wind, uh, because... Not all you, of the wind. Not all of the wind. You went to yeah. Scott. Then I assume you went to Scott at that yep. point. Okay. Yep, I went to Jose Lopez. Shout out to Jose. Great guy. Um, he works on their business side, he, and he... Hey, yeah, anything we can do to help you, love to put you on as a distributor. We'll, we'll throw you on our website. We'll, you know, whatever you, whatever you need, basically, we'll help you get started. Boom. And that's, that's what so set cool. me off. And I'm like, okay. That's yeah. so cool. What's yeah. your website, Jake? It's uh, g4drywalltools.com. So we've, we've built our website. It, it, it's looking pretty good. Um, featuring, you know, we feature level five. Can-Am, Can-Am's been incredible too. They've been, you know, they, they, they're they a big part of the reason I started this as well. Um, Merco, the tapeworm, and uh, I recently got in with Graco. So that is kind of what's kept my steam going, is getting Graco on board. Um, so I have access to all their spray equipment, any of the texture sprayers, you name it, I have access to it. Okay. So that's All been right. huge. That's been that's been the big one because it's it's not something where Graco doesn't sell direct to anybody. Okay. And level five does. Well, Graco, you have to be a dealer. Why do you think these big so, dogs are taking a shot with you? I kept pushing this sales rep at Graco, and it turned out that his wife worked with my wife. And we're, fa- we're friends <laughs> on Facebook, you know, and it was just like, I kept telling them, I'm like, Hey man, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do something with this, you know, and, and I know about your sprayers. I, you know, I know all these big contractors in town. I sit on a board. I sit on the OVC committee at the local union hall. I know the teachers. I know okay. the apprentices. I know, you know, I know everybody in this town. So give me a shot. Okay. And so that, that's your, forth. that's your angle. Yeah. Yeah, he went back and forth with his higher ups, and they're like, "Nah, let's." He's got to get more established in this and that. And finally, he just said, "Okay, we're going to give you a shot." Oh, I was in credit limit. Here you go, full access to the Graco portal, all the training videos, everything you need. Here it is. Go get them. Nice. So, that's been sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so, and and probably a little nerve wracking too at the same time because now you have the responsibility to sell products. Yeah, you got to perform. How's your, yeah. I mean, how's your sales chops? Well, how, how am I with sales or how, how have my sales been? <laughs> yeah, how so, are you with sales? <laughs> you well, how, how, sales how, how during the day. Okay, all right. You so know, you got cho- you, you've got chops. You're like, uh, you can talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm dealing with big contractors in town. I'm dealing with. You know, I'm negotiating jobs. I'm, you know, I'm a salesman. 
So you have, would you works. say that you've got a strategy, you've got a strategy in place to moving forward to like, here's how I'm going to move this stuff. Yep. Yep. So I'm, I'm basically, I'm kind of picking a contractor, drywall contractor, and I'm kind of focusing in, focusing in on the contractor, not so much the finisher until I can kind of get my name out there. Um, yeah. And then I've been going to these bigger wood jobs, these big, uh, you know, multifamily buildings going up and dropping off business cards and just saying, hey, drop, get this to your drywall guys. You know, say there's tools in town, you're close by, um, tell them I can fix things. So that that's kind of been the angle. And it, it's going to be slow going because, like I said, I work full time and the job I do now is quite demanding, you know. So it's it, it's not going to explode overnight. I just don't have the time to invest in it right now. Okay. Okay. You know? That I'd like to, you know, so. That's a tough jump. That That is a tough jump. I remember going from working, doing drywall to Fresco Harmony. And uh, I didn't know anybody yeah. in Albuquerque. I, I was, it was really not a good move. I didn't know what I was doing and I just did it. But I, yeah. I had the attitude of like, I'm going to do this no matter what. Failure's not an option. And I just jumped out there and started to hustle. And that's it's really scary and challenging, really hard. It is. It do is. you see a do you see it a point? Is. Do you see a jump off point for you from prestige? Right now, no. Um is it possible? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've, the last four months I've given up my nights and weekends you know holy to put this thing together and it's it's a lot you know yeah. um, and and then finding time to sell you know it's like well do i get up early and hit job sites and then go to the office or you know what i mean so do i take my lunch break and head out and hit one of my competitors yeah you know yeah so yeah that's some, that's uh, that's the challenge because at this point what happens is your day job starts distracting from, you know, this thing or this thing starts to distract from your day job too, which is why it's like, Hey man, was the big boss at prestige like, okay, with you doing yeah. this, you know, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he's probably aware, you know, um, is that a situation where you could go in and talk to him and be like, Hey man, we need to scale back. You know, I can train somebody or something, but I need to, you know, we need to split this 50, 50 or something like that. There's, yeah, it's a small company, so there's there's always room to negotiate or, you know, so it, there's an option there. Um, yeah. It just, it may come to the point where it's like, you know, where I have to make that decision. Where it's, yeah. Yeah. How long have you been with Prestige for? 13 years. Okay. Long time. Quite a while. Yeah, a yeah. long time. Prestige is a union shop, so you've been a union guy for quite a while. You said you have like a hundred people under you, uh, yeah. or that that you're sort of manage. Um, that's a lot. Prestige must be pretty big. How many how many employees at that company? So there's uh, a company started in '79, um, so they've been around a long time. There's you know, we fluctuate from 
60 to 100 field personnel between you know, framers, hangers, um, drywallers, uh, finishers, finish carpenters. So uh, there's probably, yeah, there's usually about 100. And then, they, you know, there's a half a dozen of us in the office. You know, there's three other guys that do what I do. Um, okay. We have Pretty a field suit from an assistant. Yeah, yeah, big company. Assistant field suit and, yeah, safety, you know. So, yeah, yeah that's a big, big shop. I bet they're, they're top 10 in the, in the state for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very cool. You, uh, how did you find out about the drywall podcast and me in particular? Did you, did you call me and want to come here and do a training or no, that wasn't you? No, no, that wasn't me. Uh, I just happened upon you on Facebook. Okay. Something popped up and I thought this was interesting. And then I, I saw some videos of the fresco. And was I it thought, this is it was, really it was fresco harmony facebook okay yeah. yep yep and then i just kind of started following you and keeping an eye on you and uh i reached out to you i just said hey would you be interested in having me on to chit chat oh okay said, absolutely yep. yeah yeah yep. yeah so that's kind of where it started Okay. And then did you, had you listened yeah. to any of the podcasts prior to that? Did you know that Fresco Harmony was affiliated with this drywall podcast? No. Okay. No, I kind of learned that as I was, <laughs> as I was watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, strategic marketing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What, but do it. Um, Fuck it, man. We, this industry needed a damn podcast too. So why not? Right. You know, uh, and we have Brawley's dad now he's doing a podcast and, uh, was it you I was talking to someone? No, it was Corey. Someone from uh, Australia is going to fire one up. So, uh, they're starting, they're starting up, which is good because they'll give me something to listen to, you know, instead of listening to myself yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's great. I think it's great what you're doing. You're, you're getting exposure to the younger generation doing this too, because of, you know, a lot of the issues we have now is with, you know, finding young people to do this work. Yeah. Um, so, so you're, you're out there on social media and even talking to people at the, you know, the instructor, Amy at the, the union hall, she's like, you'd be surprised that these on premises they're if they're looking for something, they're going on YouTube or they're going, you know, they're going online. They want a tool, probably going to go online and buy it. That's just the way they operate. So now you're you're exposing, you know, all of us, and it's great. And who, what type of, uh, who is this person again? Say, say you could say her name. Amy Peterson. Amy Peterson. And she's, uh, what's her function at, is she at Prestige or she's at the Union Hall? She's at the hall. She's at the okay. Uh, she's at the IUPAT local eighty-two. She's an instructor. Okay, local eighty-two. Yeah. She's uh, she's a drywall instructor. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. She would be she would be fun to interview. Absolutely, she's great too. Yeah. She'd be she'd be down with interviewing, wouldn't she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You'll have to get me her. That'd be a good uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be great. You'll have to get me her info because. Uh, that's as we were talking about, that's how I came up really. That's how I, I learned to do, I would say proper finishing 
uh, down here, they, 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 they don't do proper finishing. It's like hack and t spray texture, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, with some, some big old Spanish texture. They do have unions here, though. Uh, there's a guy, Damian Velasquez, is a union person here, but there's, there's, you know, not as much strength. Yeah, yeah, it's huge here. You know, they the unions around this town for sure. The Twin Cities and the Metro. Um, if you get into the outskirts, you'll find some non-union shops, and there's a couple even decent-sized non-union shops that do a good job, but. Everything's smooth here, you know. It's you know, in a, in a house, it's a knockdown ceiling and a smooth wall. And commercial, you're doing miles of stand-up sheetrock, and it's smooth, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I learned to be a good finisher as well. You know, not in the house when I could cover it in popcorn and cover it in orange peel. You know. Yeah. Right, right. See, I I think that's a good starting point for people i've talked to christy slade a little bit about it she's in the union um that's a good like because you get in and you're making way you're making a good amount of money right away what just out of curiosity what's journeyman rate in your area right now uh journeyman finisher they probably see 36 on the check okay um package deal they're they're right around 70 72 with Benny's full with all their all in that's my cost on a okay okay they're taking home so. they're taking home 36 uh yep. and then that's vacation pay benefits and all of that stuff so yep. Yep. so an apprentice a 50 percent apprentice I assume you run that same schedule that they used to it's like 50 55 60 70 80 90 journeyman they're yeah, they're making yeah. the fit at 50 percent. they're making they're starting out at 18 dollars an hour um well they changed that recently because they're trying to attract more i think this they're yeah. starting at like 22 yeah 18 and 18 in enough nowadays no no so i think it's 22 ish and it might even be a little more on the check for like i said it's been seven years since i've been out, okay i just see that loaded yeah like when i'm estimating i just use the loaded cost so everybody's 75 an hour and then i mark up there you know as an estimator so there there might be 30 38 36 38 somewhere around there yeah okay yeah, all right funny. fair enough fair enough yeah it's decent yeah. i mean union uh union sets the standard essentially is what is the way i always sort of looked at it union sets the okay. standard if you're a big commercial outfit you're looking to the union uh shops to come in and do a professional job they're insured the, every everything's legit yep yep and it's you know it's the kind of the stability of it too you know where I mean, the footage guys kind of show up when they want leave when they want or the union worker it's you're there six to two and seven to three or whatever it is so you can it's probably easier to run a job site that way i would think too you know yep so i think that's yep. that's a big part of it and then all the training and the the OSHA this and the, the proton this and the, you know. When I was in the union, we would do like once a week, we'd go to the union place and like, you know, had this jerk like guy that was like, we had to keep our tools like spotless or he would send us home. Like, I don't know if it's that way in your, is, is yours like that? I don't think so. You'll have to ask Amy. <laughs> oh, they were like, they were ball breakers, man. Uh, it, it, when yeah. I was, and you wore whites. 
Like you wore white pants. So that's still that way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You wear your whites. I get away with it once in a while because I was a footage guy. So I always wore blue jeans or whatever. And so I'd show up to work once in a while with blue jeans and get all sorts of shit. You know? Yeah. 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 But, you know, I showed up my yeah. first day. I showed up with a plastic pan. First day. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> and I had had some experience. Like I knew how to walk stilts. I knew how to spot screws. Yeah. Uh, you know, I knew I knew how to spin an outlet. You know, I thought I knew everything. Um, I yeah, show up with yeah. a plastic pan and blue jeans, and oh my gosh, they had a they had a heyday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember I uh, when I first got in in '05, I showed up to the job, and uh, I won't say the company, <laughs> but uh, I showed up in my tennis shoes. Okay. And there was a target or something next door and the field suit came out and says, go get yourself some work boots. He made me walk from the job site and go over to the target and buy a pair of work boots to be on the site. So yeah, yeah. Different, different world. Yeah. yeah they're serious <laughs> about the PPE, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember I was so, working on Intel. Uh, there was a, there was a, an entire day orientation, eight hours. Yeah. And yeah. then, and yeah. then like you, we had to do stretches and shit before going on to the job. It took like an hour to get from the truck to actually working. You burned an hour. Yeah. 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 There's, there's certain contractors in town that that's, you, you show up and you stretch for 15 minutes. And then, yeah. You, <laughs> Which you, is, you, you know what? what, you know, at 40 though, it's not a dumb that's idea. Great. <laughs> you know, I just went before like, this, I went and did like an hour of stretching. <laughs> like now I pay for it. Mm -hmm. I pay for a personal trainer mm -hmm. to come like do that shit. Um uh, yeah. because because I'm old and my like my limbs are getting, you know, tighter as I get older, you know. That's pretty Your funny. Shoulders holding up? Shoulders yeah, okay? uh yes. I oh, do this is okay, but I do ice baths too, as you may have oh, seen good. on some of my stuff. I do. I work with a personal trainer. I haven't drank or smoked for 18 years. That helps. Uh, um, I eat well. I have actually a nutritionist that I work with and have wow. for two years. And I work out you. three times a week and I still play soccer. Uh, so I have to do... <laughs> I, mostly because I love playing soccer, but I have to do preventative maintenance. Otherwise my joints get so sore because I'll go rip with like the 18 year old dudes, but like I'm doing foam roller and like a bunch of yep. hip stuff. So I have hip yep. issues. Luckily Jack, Jack has taken the brunt of the physical labor. You know, yep. the, you know, I finally got him into ice baths. I'm like, dude, it'll be good for the carpal tunnel. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I but so it's not, so my joints, like shoulders and wrists and stuff aren't as bad as they used to be, you know, but, Wonderful. uh, but I think more importantly, if you're working those muscles every day, you're getting into your thirties, forties, this type of stuff. And there's like videos and there's personal, oh, yeah. you know, what I pay for a personal trainer and a nutrition, it's 500 bucks a month all in. Yeah. That's, that's what Beautiful. I pay. It's not yeah. that, you know, that amount of money to me in my personal health is not that big a deal, you know, no. the way no. I look at no. it. No, you'll spend it on the other side. You'll spend it on medical bills. You'll spend it on 
right. or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, not, to, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I do like to bring awareness around it. I used to chew tobacco and, you know, I've worked on a lot of uh, things, you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's a daily practice and, and it's important yeah. in construction, I think, to be healthy because we're, yeah. you, we're physical, it's physical. We're using our bodies, you know, you're not going to last forever. No, and what I, you know, I'm in the same boat. I, you know, I gave up drinking basically. I, on my exercise, four or five times a week, I'm at the gym and I, I still chew tobacco, unfortunately, but I, I try to do things a little better. And I tell the young guys, I'm like, hey, if this isn't what you want to do for the rest of your life, put the beer down. One, that will help a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, I don't want to hear you complain about your job and you know oh, this drywall shit sucks and this and that. Well, you got to take the steps to to do something different. You know, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah, I was a mess in the union. <laughs> yeah, I had my party, party, well. party all night, and then like you know, just yeah. show up. Well, Find a closet to like sleep in for two hours. Hope somebody doesn't find you. I was there, man. I was that guy for sure. But I could work. Yeah. I was I was in shape though too, so I could work. I knew how to work hard, which I think is important. I was talking with uh, Kevin the last podcast. We were talking about you know he was like nobody wants to work. They're all entitled. And it's kind of true, but not not a hundred percent true. You you see more apprentices and young people coming into the trades through the union, which is why it'd be really fun to talk to Amy. Uh, sorry, yeah. Amy. Yeah, Amy. Yeah. Um, you know about about that how they're how they're out there getting these people to come into the trades and and how that how that works because I think there's more than people think, and the a, the union is a big plus in that world to getting people yeah. into the trade the union got me into the trade and then i went on my own and did what i wanted yeah. you know that was just the nature right. of who i was but it, it, yep. if it wasn't for the union i wouldn't know how to do it you know i probably drink too much coffee now but right. um i don't uh no cream or anything you know mm -hmm. i'm black yeah that's then it's not bad yeah, no, I and they say it's actually beneficial. Uh, you know, coffee, if you drink coffee black, it's not that bad for you. Not at all. No, it's all the cream and the crap you throw in it. Yeah, just yeah. like in just yeah, I've been like doing anything. just a scoop of BCAs and I throw it in water and drink that. Nice. What do you dip? What's, what's, what's your dip? Oh, man. Grizzly. Grizzly. Grizzly green. That's like, that's Grizzly like the... Green. That's like the poor, uh, that's like the stepchild of <laughs> the like, Kodiak. Yeah, Kodiak. Yeah. Kodiak's like the 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 good beer and yeah. Grizzly's yeah. like the yeah. the what why Grizzly? Just because it's cheaper? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I could I used to yeah, do Kodiak. I used to do Kodiak and it was like too much. It was <laughs> like too harsh. <laughs> and cool. uh yeah. I switched over to Skull because Skull's a little more mild. And it then is. yeah. Now if I go play poker or something, I'll do I'll chew, but I do it like once a month and it throws me all out of balance. Like like I don't That's, recommend yeah. it. If you've quit or you're going to quit, I don't recommend <laughs> trying doing it once a month 
which is what the plan I've been on for like five years. It's, it's not very smart, but if I do it, I'll have like the pouches and I'll just do it. I'll do a couple, I'll throw the can out and then go, go back to my life. It's hard. If choose, you can do that, whatever. Yeah. Choose, yeah. choose, you can do choose, it once a month. choose tough. Choose a nasty yeah. fucker. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bugger. I've been talking yeah. about quitting for years, but anyways, uh, yeah. I have lots, of, I have lots of good tips around quitting. Cause I've done it. I do it like once a month, but like, <laughs> um, uh, it's a, it's, it's very individual. I do it, uh, like cold Turkey. I don't use that. I have yeah. friends and my wife's on the lozenges and the gum. That's a yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah. You do not want to go down. If you decide to do it, addicted to that. just get rid of it. You know, it's yeah. painful for about five days. Then, then you get over that hump and then it's hard for like 30 days. If you can get past 30 days, um, it lessens up, but, right. uh, you know, it's, there's nothing easy about it, man. And, you know, I've quit for years and years at a time, you know, before, like I've stopped for like three years, you know? Yeah. I've had a couple stretches where it's been, I'll quit for a month or two and then it's back to it, you know, but we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody once said, if you're, you know, and this is important too, it's not just chew, it's just nicotine. It's like smoking anything. Somebody once said, which really stuck with me. If you're always trying to quit, eventually you will. And that stuck with me. And that was really good advice. Uh, you know, Super true. be, be conscious, be conscious of what's going yep. in your body, whether it's chew or alcohol or whatever. If you're if you have a consciousness around it, it takes away its power a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'll get off my pedestal. Um, I just like to yeah. see people healthy. Uh, you yeah. know, if I if I'm doing so, like you know, people give me shit about the ice baths. They were get ice baths were getting like I've been doing them for two years now. Ice baths were getting a bad rap for a long time. Now all of a sudden, they're like huge. A lot of people are doing them and stuff. Like I've been doing, I've been doing ice baths for a long time. And it, it, at first, people, why would you do that? And it, you know, and it's like, well, I don't know. It just, I feel good afterwards. Like you know, I have no other excuse than that. You know, they're just, and they're really hard. They're not easy. Yeah. Anybody that does yeah. an ice bath, like they're hard. Like that, you got to. That I use. What's that? That's. I have a hot tub that I use, and that's not hard. <laughs> No, hot tub's good though too. I mean, good for certain things, um, you yeah. know. But yeah, go out. You probably got a river that's co close to you. Go, go jump in that river for uh, four minutes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was Tony Robbins who kind of sparked this whole thing because I I remember seeing something on social media where you get up in the morning and you take a ice cold shower and. You know, go crush the day or whatever he says. You know, no, the guy is uh, the guy's called Wim Hof, and he is a, Wim Hof, yeah, yeah. He's been on like Joe Rogan. He's been on you know Russell Brand. He's been on uh, you know Tim Ferriss. All of these different podcasts. He's been all over the news. He's done all kinds of uh, cold therapy research. He's got a book. It's called the Wim Hof Method, uh, which yeah. I've read, uh, and it's just this you know, it's this phenomenon about being healthy, you know, uh, 
it's an aid in being healthy. To me, I look at it like a four minute workout, you know, it's like, it's not, it's pretty simple. Very hard though. Very hard. Do you, so you just, uh, how do you, do you have a separate tub for this or do you have, do you just throw ice in the? Well, the job, the job that we're on right now, they have a little cocktail pool and it's frozen over. And Jack and I, yeah. Jack, this is the first time Jack's ever done one. We broke the ice. Yeah. <laughs> like at the job. <laughs> we went in. Nice. So <laughs> yeah. Ever there's cold water, buddy. Um, but my buddy, my friend has a freezer and we fill it with water and it's on a thermostat and it kicks on and off. So the freezer's only on a little bit during the day, but it keeps your water at like whatever temperature you want. He's got it like 35 degrees. And you get in the freezer for, you know, Two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, whatever, you know. Uh, maybe you should give it a shot. We'll see. Yeah, it's that's neither here nor there. You know, that's just another thing. But uh, uh, yeah, they're 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 cool. Um, so you were you were cruising around on social media. Fresco Harmony popped up. You found the Drywall Podcast, but you you did you request a sample pack? Was that you wanted to be on the podcast? Did you request a sample yeah. pack before being on the podcast? Yep, yep. We put a sample together. Um, I, you know, I learned a couple things about it. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I, I posted everything should be posted to YouTube. My my video from start to finish. You know, I basically did four videos. I did, you know, base coat, second coat, glass coat, and then I just posted a, a short video of my finished product really and great did, uh, really great videos video. really great videos by the way um uh Thank i you. shared them i shared them onto my page but if you get a chance what is your instagram page it's uh g4 drywall tools mn and then yeah i did some shorts you know i, I cut some videos and put those to uh, instagram and TikTok, but the full videos are on YouTube. Oh, okay. So, so you have a YouTube yeah, handle. What's your YouTube? Yeah. That's the thing. G4 it's the same. Drywall tools, and that's also yeah. in, Instagram and Facebook? Yep. Facebook, um, it's just uh, G4 Drywall Tools, Instagram. Yeah, it's just G4. I had to switch it up on a couple of them because for some reason it wouldn't let me. Just do G four drywall tools on a couple of them. So, Did, have you attached your Instagram page to your Facebook page? I think my wife just did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a last good night. Trick. I think she put that on there. That's a good trick. Yep. Because yep. well, then you just kind of over there. What's the one with the red handle there? That's an old. Oh, oh. Oh, that's your sample. That's where the Fresco Harmony sample there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. The video is not real great, but uh, Jake did what you're supposed to do. He actually took the sample, he mixed up a batch, and he he took the Fresco Harmony color pack, Merriman Beige. He mixed it up. And he actually made a sample. Now, let me tell you this: after doing a sample, or ask you, would do you feel like you'd be able to do a wall? 
pretty gravy, right? Absolutely. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> but your your uh your pool trowel is key, I think. Yeah, but a lot of people don't use they don't use a hawk and trowel. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. Well, you could take a knife and kind of grind the corners off and make a nice smooth corner on a knife and kind of bend it just a smidge. Yeah, advanced has a, a knife that has curved corners. Okay. Yeah, and then just take it and give it a tiny bend. Back yeah, but the the pool, the pool trials are are badass. They work great. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I if I did a whole wall, I'd buy a trowel and use it. Cool. Because cool. I, I like the lines. So when when kind of... when you do a whole wall. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do this back wall right here. There you this go. Back wall. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do it in a dark, like uh like a dark gray and then try to put some kind of two tone in it. So I love the product. I think it's super cool. The dark I I known about it. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. The dark grays, though, you really don't have to do too much. You're going to get the movement. Like that sample, you might think to yourself, oh, there's not much movement. But when you go to do a wall, you know, I the intrinsic thought is like, oh, I want it's plaster. It needs to be really busy. But the reality yeah. is less is more with this stuff. Just covering up the existing gotcha. texture and having a nice, soft, warm uh, wall is, it's really enough. You don't have to do too much more, you know? So, yeah. you know, pe people want to overdo it right away. And, and my my advice is always keep it simple. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw some pictures of, of some darker walls you guys did. And it, it had like a almost a Venetian look. So you get the different tones. Yep. Which I love that when it's like, you know, it's dark, it's light, it's, you know, it kind of changes yeah. color. And then when I was putting the top coat or the glass coat on my sample, it kind of, there was areas that were darker and lighter. Yeah. But I can see, I can see uh, it being really cool all on the house. So, yeah. Yeah. And you'll, it'll be busier too. That It depends on the second coat. If you're putting it on and taking it off more, then you get more busier movement that way. But, okay. but. Okay. Are yeah, you I'll, going? I'll call you when I do the whole wall. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions, are are you going to carry? I know that you're carrying. I talked with Corey yesterday. I know you're going to carry the Tech Dry tool, the Dry X. Um, yep. Are are you going to carry anything else from the tools? Where would you be branching out? Uh, you know, what direction would you be branching out into? Well, the more you know, initially. I, I thought I could just, you know, sell everything. But then as I kind of got into it and thought more about it, I, if I don't like it and I don't want to use it, I don't really want to sell it. So I'm going to be specific. Um, I'm going to carry things that I like and that, that I think are nice. Um, you know, I want to branch more, you know, some into some of the bigger sprayers. Um Level five makes some really cool skin blades that I absolutely love. Okay. Um, so as far as I've got four very good manufacturers now, I'm going to try to kind of get dialed in on those four. Okay. Um, Smart. Move the products I like. And then, you know, if, if things pop up from there, great. It's, it's kind of where I'm at. What would you like to see happen with uh, G4 drywall tools? Well, I would I would like to 
to grow it to something where where I feel like I'm helping locally with the drywall community, the finishers. I, I feel like I've gotten out of touch over the last seven years being just an office guy. So I, I like getting back involved and and it and it uh it feels good to because it almost feels like a service, you know, because if you can offer a cool tool or if you know something about a tool and you can share that with somebody and they like it and it, it makes their job or their life easier, then I think that's cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What about uh, trainings? I mean, you know, that seems like a natural fit going in there, getting with Amy and being like, hey, man, you know, I can get maybe some sponsorship let's get some of these uh let's get some of these apprentices trained up do you guys need tools like that that whole thing not only that local but going around to other other locals you know that are close to you yeah i was texting with her this morning and she was she just sent me all the dates for her tool classes okay i'm gonna go in help with some stuff you know maybe maybe i can teach them a couple things and then show up show some cool products show the tapeworm tube these skimming blades i'm super excited about they they haven't really been out until recently you know they're it's not we didn't use the skin blades and um i think they're awesome yeah they're cool so um yeah i want to i want to kind of spotlight those and then uh kind of get more into the texture and break sprayers the mark five spraying clog code or you know, skimming with the Mark Five, and so yeah, we're we're that's next. Yeah, we'll be going into the hall probably um, beginning of next month for the first time, and then we'll we'll see what happens from there. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I just think that's such a good route. You know, it's a good route to, oh, because I that's that was the route that I took. You know, it's just such a good route yeah. to bring people into the trade. Um, yeah. Jake Gordon out of Minnesota, the MN, and I'm from New Mexico, which is NM. Yeah. Yeah. Different there, yeah. there but uh, yeah, there's some applicators up in Minnesota. I've shipped some product up there. For oh, sure. Yeah. 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 What yeah. Over, you know, I've been selling this stuff for 11 years. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see it get some traction locally here. You know, I think that'd be uh, super cool. Yeah, it will. It will. We're, uh, we're, we are going to the uh, build 23 show. So that's going to, uh, that's going to be, that is very exciting. I've got some great, some big news around that and stuff that I will divulge, but, uh, thank you so much for being on the drywall podcast. Um, pearl of wisdom to bestow upon the drywall community. What would you say if you could put something, uh, enlightening on a billboard or instill a pearl of wisdom to our community, our drywall community? Yeah. Well, I would say a couple things, uh, take pride in what you do. Um, be proud, you know. When you when you look back at something, it's it's full, it's flat, it's flush, it's straight. Um, do a good job. Um, and then I'd say never never be satisfied. Always always look for more. Um, just try to be the best version of yourself you could be. Be the be- best version of yourself. I love it. Thank you so much, man. Is there anything else that you wanted to include? Uh, you know. Uh, what do you want to say? 
no, no. I appreciate you having me. Um, I, I loved working with your product. I, I love dealing with you, talking to you. Thank um, you. I love what you're doing. And, and I, you know, it's cool to kind of start getting involved and, and, you know, I'm talking with people in Canada. It's like, it's super cool. So dude, you got to watch out. You got to watch out for those Canadians, man. They will just, they'll eat yeah. you up. They'll, they're, they're yeah. so friendly yeah. and they'll just come and eat you up like big teddy bears. They're yeah. teddy bears up there. So nice. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And I, that's where I'm seeing a lot of it is like Canada is just going crazy. So yeah. um, that's been cool. Um, like I said, I'm super new. I've been doing this. You know, I've been in the, I've been in the business. Well, since 99. So I've been in the business a long time, but th- this business of mine is only four months old. So yeah. we're, we're learning, we're learning a lot. You know, we're, my wife's helping big time. She's kind of behind yeah. the scenes, taking care of stuff, paperwork and um, spending all my money, you know? So what's your wife's name? Uh, Jamie, Jamie Gordon. Um, shout out helped, shout out business. to Jamie. Uh how long yeah. have you been married? Uh well, we I have two daughters. Um okay, 16 and 14. Okay, yeah. wow. So we yeah, yep. Um trouble. So, um, That's tr- trouble, trouble right there. Big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got married finally in 2012. Okay. So so we're, we've been married a while. I've been together 15 plus years, so Beautiful. Yeah beautiful yeah yes cool cool thank thanks, you so much for, for being on me. the on the uh drywall podcast today look for g4 drywall tools g4 drywalltools.com you can find them on instagram you can find them on youtube and also facebook uh we follow each other um yeah and if you have any questions about g4 you can reach out to him directly what's a good way to get in touch with you well, there's if you go on my website, there's uh, there should be something for my email address and uh, phone number. Okay, so you can find uh, contact information for G4 Drywall through the website. Jake, thanks so much for being with us today. Um, yeah, we'll talk soon, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, sir. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Special thanks to Jake Gordon for being on the Drywall Podcast today. I wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. And uh, yeah, keep us posted. This month's podcasts are brought to you by Platformer Solutions. You can listen to me talk with Shane Larson about the Platformer on episode 16 of the Drywall Podcast. Don't sacrifice your life with knockoffs or two-by-fours out of the dumpster. Go with the name that started it all, The Platformer. Ask your local distributor or order online at www.platformersolutions.com. In fact, if you order in the month of February and use promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you can get 100 off your order. The Drywall Podcast was also brought to you today by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. If you'd like information about the podcast, Fresco Harmony, or anything, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook or email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. 
Thank you for listening to the Drywall Podcast today. I really appreciate it. Join us next week when we're going to have Jake Creeley from the Spy Sponge with us on the Drywall Podcast. Until then, keep drywalling.